hey guys, do you like this show? Are you enjoying it? Do you want to make one of your own? Well, let me tell you about Anchor, and Jay, you can help me out. It's so easy. Anchor makes it easy to do a show like this. First of all, it's free. There's uh, There are creation tools that, I love it. It that allow it so you simple. to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. I love how simple it is to make content nowadays, and Anchor really makes it easy. Uh, now you can even add any song from Spotify straight to your episodes. This Boom. is so cool. Possibilities are endless. Uh, for what you can do and what you can create, whether it's music analysis, your own radio show, sports talk radio. This is a real opportunity. I, th- I feel like the pandemic has kind of in many ways uh, gotten us a little more creative and saying, what do we want to say? And let's move forward with that, even without the pandemic. And Anchor makes that easy for yeah, you. Yeah, or maybe you want to do a show that the world's never heard before. Right. Well, get up off your butt and do it. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you as well. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. They're basically making it easy for you to do this Correct. thing. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast what you got to do it's so easy download the anchor app go to anchor.fm and get started it is so easy we love anchor thank you for letting us do this thank you for sponsoring our show because again they understand these guys are in the creativity business and they support other creative things so we say support them because they support us download the free anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Sklarbro Country, the virus edition, a.k.a. the Panty Pots. A.k.a. two twins for the win. Ooh, I like that one. A.k.a. two Wolverines, one quarantine. A.k.a. two fellas, no mellow yellas. A.k.a. one Afghan between two mans. I like that one. One That's pretty solid. All right, guys. uh, How you doing? Sorry about last night. We did it. uh, We recorded it at the nighttime, so we had like a little nighttime recording. Uh, but I'm glad to hear that so many people are enjoying this podcast. All of your feedback is so important to us. We really appreciate it. If we get anything wrong, let us know. Although, don't let us know. Yeah, uh, someone let us know that we were uh, fat shaming uh, a guy who uh, was in the KKK, and I there's nothing. I don't want to do that. I really don't. Yeah, let's I'm, just let's just shame him for his attitudes. Yeah, he's a douchebag, irregardless of his weight issues. Right. So I'm Although sorry. That maybe we the two are related in terms maybe, of but, how you are, but, but definitely not worth us uh, cutting him down for that. True. So I love it. Thank uh, you. Okay. So uh, let's get into this, shall we? Right yes. away. Okay. Uh, if you know anything about us, we're pacifists, yes. anti-war, but that doesn't mean we don't love a good rumble. Yeah, we like a good uh, good old cuffs. good old fashioned roadhouse. Throw yes. a guy on top of a piano in a saloon fight. Yes, you know, punch a dude off the top balcony and fall then he comes into down. a poker game or something. Exactly, like, that. like an illegal poker game. And I love like when guys are playing poker in an old time Western saloon while a fight is going on around them, and they're just like focused on the river card. Yeah, that to me is always they're a in great the game. Moment. Yeah, bodies game, flying man. everywhere, people getting smashed up against windows. Dudes are like, just like, what's the next what's card? The next Card. Talk to me about the drop. Uh, it's Texas old, Hold'em. It's a good old-fashioned Donnybrook. Yeah. Bought, which, again, we've always thought great name for a boxer, professional boxer, Donnie Don, Brook. Don Brook. Don E. Brook. Yeah, or Donnie, or just Don Brook, and they call him Donnie. Dude, starting, just starting shit on people. Donnie Brook. I've always been amazed how guys in old saloons, and tell me if I'm wrong in thinking this way, old-timey saloons and movies from the 70s and 80s, when a guy got knocked down, Maybe he's not knocked out, but he's just knocked back or knocked down. That was the end of the fight. He's out. 
He's that not, guy no longer enters the right, equation. Like, it's almost as if like they crossed the line of decorum and that they would get into a fight. Right. They would invade each other's personal space. So now throw cash in the wind. We're physically fighting in an, in a restaurant or a bar or somewhere. So you're saying like in a big barroom fight, the first guy that our hero knocks out, he's done. He's he's out of the fight now. He's never going to be in the fight again. It's like, almost like he knows I'm out. Like once you hit the ground, it's like, oh, I can't go back in anymore. I like, want to. It's like snowboarding in the half pipe in the Olympics. If you if your hand e- even like touches the ground, you're disqualified. Done. You're not disqualified, but you're not going to get it. But good it score. does create a disqualification situation where there really isn't one. Wouldn't people get back up if someone punched you in the face? Once you collect yourself, wouldn't you want to get back into that fray? Especially if that guy's fighting with someone else at this point. That's right. You, you got, got a free mind. shot. I just don't understand that there are so many Todd rules. Todd Bertuzzi, the dude from behind. I just don't understand. There are so many rules in a 1970s or old-timey saloon fight that I myself don't understand because, again, we don't fight. That's just what it is. All right. You don't want to cross that line. Uh, we got ourselves a real Real life Donnybrook, Donnybrook. Between Chinese and Indian soldiers at the border of Tibet. You knew this was going to happen. You just knew it was going to flare up. Right. It feels like they could have used weapons here. But it is 2020. But it was a total rumble. These are ancient cultures. Soshas versus the jocks in the rain. That's what this is. Several Indian and Chinese soldiers have been injured in a cross-border clash involving fistfights and stone throwing at a remote but strategically important mountain pass near Tibet, the Indian Army said on Monday. Throwing stones is not just a metaphor or a 1980s Grateful Dead song. Ashes, ashes all fall down. It is what you do when you don't have any weapons. You're like, what's the closest thing to a weapon I can do? I'm going to pick up this stone and throw it at you. But if you nailed someone with like a good, hard, like hey, 20 it's how mile Dave, an hour throw. It's how David got Goliath. We all understand. But, uh, but, but like a like a, like a baseball size mm-hmm. rock. Would hurt. 20 miles an hour to would somebody's hurt. head. Would hurt. Solid. I'm assuming these guys were armed. And if they're not armed, what are you what doing guarding the border? You're just going to stand there? Are we going to rock our way through the border here? I guess. They have a long, been long-running border tensions between the nuclear-armed neighbors. So they have nuclear weapons, but they've chose to make this a stone fight. With bitter a bitter war fought over the Indian northeastern state of Arunachal, Arunachal mm-hmm. uh, Pradesh in 1962. So there is a history here that they fought. Yeah, I wasn't aware of that, but now I know they, what's... It's good to learn stuff, hey, right? learning. A, quote, aggressive behavior by the two sides resulted in minor injuries to the troops. That's it. Minor, minor injuries. injuries. If Mo- ever there was an argument for gun control, this is it, right? This is it. So aggressive behavior, they could have used the phrase roughhousing, right? Yeah. Or, or horsing around. I've been watching so much BoJack lately. Horsing around. So wait, so it started in stone throwing and then ended in fist fights? Yeah. Indian, Isn't that a, a bump down? Indian in the- Army Eastern Command spokesman Mandeep Huda. Great name. Mandeep Huda. Phenomenal. Wait, I do agree with you. It should be the other way around. Stone throwing should be the escalation. That's where you go to stone throwing. It starts with fist fighting, and then you're like, this is not getting me where I need to go. Why did they bump it down to to fighting fighting. after stone throwing? Did they then further devolve it to name calling? Or they could have played war. That's a game that takes a long time if you play it right. Because what you're supposed to do is you keep adding, you wait till someone completely runs out of cards, which never happens. Because 
Because if you beat someone and they have a low card and you have a high card, you take their low card into your deck. That's right. You're going to keep losing with those low cards when they come up on the next time around. The standoff on Saturday at Nakula Sector uh, near the 15,000 foot. 15,000 feet is where this fight is taking. That's why they're... They probably tired out. That's right. You get into a fist fight at 15,000 feet, you're going to be out of breath. Nathula Crossing in the northeastern state of Sikkim was later resolved after dialogue and interaction. So it did go to dialogue. This is the most evolved fight I've ever heard of. Okay, stone throwing, fist fighting, dialogue, Dialogue. and interaction at the local level. So it did end up becoming verbal. Temporary and short duration face-offs between border guard troops do occur as boundaries are not resolved. So as long as the boundary's not resolved, you know what it feels like, Rand? It feels like when someone throws at somebody in baseball and then both benches baseball and and then both both benches clear. clear. Right. And then they get in fight, and then they go back to their benches, and right. it's like, did we do that? Well, so they had, it, to get the, they had to get it out of them. Well, it starts it's like a hockey fight. It's like a fight. It starts, and then it just gets to jawing, and then a lot of people from the other teams are patting each other on the back and being like, "Come on, oh, yeah. hey, you know what I mean?" Go, so yeah. that's where it started. Starts with a projectile, stone, or a pitch. Pitch. Then it moves to fist fighting, and then it goes to just just an interaction, and then then people get tossed. And then someone gets kicked out of the game. 150 soldiers were involved in the face-off. The Press uh, Trust of India face-off. It does. Now it is hockey. It's mountain hockey is what you're talking about. Mountain hockey. There have been numerous face-offs and brawls between the Chinese and Indian soldiers, and 15 offsides. Is that weird? That is a little offsides, especially because what India was doing was the blue line trap. That's right. I thought is no longer allowed in the league. Not where troops were seen throwing punches and stones. I feel like it feels like one of these guys' parents should have come down to the border and said they'll separate them. If this continues, I'm going to sit. You guys can't play together. Or if you you guys can't share a border. India, if you can't control yourself. You're not getting dessert tonight. There you go. And it was going to be good. It was going to be a parfait, a peanut buster parfait. You don't get it. In 2017, there was a high altitude standoff. High altitude standoff could be the name of every Steven Seagal movie. Yes. High altitude standoff. <laughs> yes. In Bhutan's Doklam I always want to go to Bhutan. I really, really wanted to go to Bhutan. Bhutan's Doklam region for two months after the Indian army sent troops to stop China's constructing a road there. A standoff with weapons is what I'm guessing. Or it could have just been a discussion. Could have been. You never, could have been you a never debate. Know. Relations since the Dakum dispute uh, between the two Asian giants appear to improve following talks between Chinese President uh, Xi and Prime Minister uh, Narendra Modi in Wuhan, China in 2018. I've never heard of Wuhan, China. First time I'm hearing about Wuhan. Yes. Okay, so the country's parents did step in at that right. point. The leader right. stepped in and said, let's talk about this. And The two before. men also met in October in uh, Chennai in southern India. China still claims about 90,000 square kilometers, that 35,000 square miles of territory under New Delhi control. That's going to be a problem. You yes. can't say that's mine. That's like basically someone, your neighbor saying- I called it. I called that area. Or your neighbor saying that he owns your garage. Right. You're like, no, you don't. It's my my garage. Yeah, but I- Wait, so India is saying they own an area of Yes, they control an area, and China is saying we own part of that area that you control. So there's the problem. Uh Aha. If China says it's theirs, but it's really India's, no wonder the fight happened. I feel like the only logical step now, Jay, for these countries is for it to devolve into a food fight. Yeah. I mean, come on. That's if that just crab rangoon and samosas being just tossed willy nilly. Just you saying crab I want crab rangoon so bad. When's the last time you had crab rangoon? At peeking in 
at the Peking Inn near our house on Olive. That's the last time you had it? I've had it as an adult. I haven't. It's so good. Feels like, like a cream cheese and crab inside of a like wand, crispy wonton. Crispy wonton. It's like a pod, and then it comes up into like crispy triangular. Okay, so, so here's good. what I think. I feel like an internation food fight might just we'll solve be, it all. Might just be what we all need, right? Not food that's edible because you don't want to, because we know people are starving. There's hunger right. out there, right. but just, of course, you use inedible, rotten food, but out of respect. But how great would that be? Yes. Wouldn't that be fantastic? I think that's, I certainly would watch it if they if they taped it. If someone put a, a iPhone up high you and just recorded fun. it, that's that's sports. That's the go. new level of sports. Because no one's going to die. People are going to get upset, and we can declare a winner. And look, maybe there's fantasy, fantasy sports. So again, we started out with this story thinking that it's hand-to-hand combat, it's fist fighting, and then it devolved. It was then it was stone Rocks, throwing, stone, stone throwing, throwing, fist fighting, then interaction. When you think about it right now in this current climate, the way that it is, hand-to-hand combat with no masks, mm-hmm. that's maybe more dangerous than a – you could survive a bullet. Yeah. If you a bullet comes your way, you might be able to survive it, but can if, you survive coronavirus if you get it? I don't think you can. Some so people maybe can. Maybe it's more violent. Might be. If you pin a man down and cough in his face, boom. That's devastation. That's, that's devastation, Holmes. There you go. All right, guys, that's our first story. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, but want to uh, send a little voicemail or put a little voicemail out there from our good friends at the Well Read Podcast. I love these guys. I love their attitude. I love just how insightful they are, how smart they are. They're like so pleasantly funny. Yeah. It's, uh, I'm going to say that. It's 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 weird because usually like a lot of comedy comes from ca- conflict and anger. These guys go against the grain when you hear their voices. They go against like, the grain I don't, with so much. I don't believe that they're going to have this. Attitude. I don't believe they're going to have the opinion that they have. And then in they boom. have what I consider to be highly evolved, really good natured, and smart comedy around it. So you guys are going to love it. Check out this voicemail, Well Read Podcast, and then we have a little music, and then we'll be back uh, after this break. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, the show, Corey Ryan Forster from the Well Read Podcast that drops every Wednesday. This Wednesday, we had a doozy. We had the legendary comedian George Wallace joining us to talk about how he's been dealing with the pandemic. Me, personally, uh, as with every week, I'm growing more and more depressed, but mainly because of my weight. I was uh, scrolling through Netflix. I'm like pretty much at the bottom of it. At this point, I've watched everything, so I was on the Santa Claus. <laughs> That's what I was doing was watching the Santa Claus. That's how far... I've gone down Netflix, and here's what made me upset. Uh, I realized that I weigh 30 pounds more than Tim Allen weighed when he stepped on the scale and realized, oh, shit, I think I might be Santa Claus. I weigh 30 pounds more than someone who the sheer number of their weight was like, hey, I might need to go to my doctor and be like, excuse me, doc, am I Santa Claus? So, anyways, it's uh, it's low carb for the next week. I hope you guys are being safe. Love y'all. Ski. And he said, you gotta let the general say. And he said, hey guys, want to talk to you about something super important uh, that is managing your anxiety. 
Uh, we all carry around a certain amount of anxiety in our lives. And now that's been compounded by the world's anxiety about our future. Uh, we know how tough that can be. And then add to that fact that we are on lockdown. Yeah. So if you're, you're scrolling through your phone, you're just seeing bad news. You're, you're Maybe you're quarantining on your own and you're feeling lonely. So in both scenarios, it's tough. If you're all by yourself, you don't have someone to talk to on a daily basis, someone to you know spit Vent. out your feelings yeah. and who can listen and respond to you and give you that attention. Maybe you're quarantining with your whole family and you don't have any me time. Or that's your stress. So it is Mental Health Awareness Month and our good friends at Talkspace who are sponsoring this podcast, we love them. It's online therapy that is more committed than ever to expanding access to support for anyone who's struggling. With Talkspace, you get the support of a licensed therapist from the safety of your home so you don't have to get out and stay, get out of your quarantine. This is still honoring the stay-at-home orders that are in some states. And reach out from your device whenever something is on your mind. That's why this is important. You can send uh, to your therapist text, audio, picture, video messages from your phone or computer 24 Seven as much as you need. Everything happens within Talkspace's secure platform, all on your schedule. What they do, Talkspace, is match you with a licensed therapist based on your needs and preferences. They have thousands of licensed therapists trained in over forty specialties, including, in my opinion, what's the most important right now: anxiety, depression, and relationship issues. Once you are matched, you can begin therapy the very same day. And in honor of uh, Mental Health Month, Month Talkspace is, Online Therapy is, again, committed to fostering a global community around the importance of mental health. The crisis has uh, reminded us that we are all vulnerable. And the bottom line, as you know, Jay, is you deserve support. You don't have to struggle on your own. Your Talkspace therapist can be your dedicated support system there to make you feel healthier and better. So, so for our listeners, uh, we're giving you, these guys are giving a special offer uh, for a month. $100 off uh, the first month. Uh, uh, on Talkspace to match with your perfect therapist, go to Talkspace.com or download the app and make sure you use the code SCLAR. You get $100 off. It lets them know that we sent you. That's Talkspace.com. Use the code SCLAR. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Uh, hope you're doing well. Hope you're feeling well. Hope you're connecting with your family and your friends via Zoom, via whatever you do. Uh, we appreciate you and we appreciate, appreciate the fact that you're following this. And uh, if you haven't subscribed to this podcast, do so. Uh, rate it, review it. All those things really help us out in the old chart of it all. And then uh, subscribe to our YouTube page. If you go to YouTube and type in Sclabro Country, you get a chance to see all of the old episodes. Or as many it's free. The- it's free to do. It's free. Episodes of Cheap Seats, you get a chance to see, uh, we've got found old web series we're going to put up there, just great old content. Stand-up clips, us on other people's shows, us on other podcasts. It's really, really fun. It's called Sclarbro Country, and it'll give you a whole bunch of new content that you can enjoy in this time that you're locked down. All so right. check it out. Let's hop into this story. All right, right let's here. hop into the story. And oh, and also on June 4th, which is a Thursday night. Let's start pumping it now. We're going to headline- The a- Nowhere Comedy Club. It's We did a little guest set in our buddy Wayne Fetterman show show two nights ago. It was so much fun. The Nowhere Comedy Club, we will start posting up where you can check that out uh, and how you can just look up Nowhere Comedy Club. And we're going to do a headlining set of comedy. Maybe we'll get Dan Van Kirk to be our uh, feature act that night, which would be fantastic. And uh, you can check that out. So Nowhere Comedy Club on Thursday, June 4th. I think we're doing it at 7 p.m. That's correct. uh, 10 p.m. on the East Coast. Everybody here Check that out. You will have a blast. All right, shall we uh, get get in this? Okay. It is crazy days these days for how 
animal, I can't imagine what it's like to be an animal. I mean, I just can't in general, but like what animals might be thinking right now. And this is, especially when we were all quarantining. Now idiots are out doing their thing, but like back in the early, in the- well, what, where did we get that video that was sent to us? of all Someone these, sent a video of all, all these animals, animals like- Making their way into like, like elephants city. walking through the center of town, rams just like sheep going all over, like sheep on a playground. That was the best thing I ever saw. Like sheep, sheep on, on a merry-go-round, merry-go-round. going around just and actually fun. using the merry-go-round the way God intended it to be used. Yes, sheep got it. The sheep actually under the sheep were leading. Yes, they weren't even following. They were leading, but it just was such a great. Flamingos descending on India on an, on an Indian city, like on a body of water right by an Indian city, Flam- like thousands, hundreds of thousands of flamingos. I've only seen flamingos at the zoo. Yeah. So the idea that they're coming to an Indian city, crazy and awesome. It's just nuts. It's amazing. It's I feel so happy for the earth and so happy for these animals. Because we're this- out of the way now. Right. Like the human beings that have been clogging up shit for so long are just out of the picture. So think about this, and this is the analogy I give. So, uh, you know, I don't know. We, we grew up in St. Louis, Missouri. We lived in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Those are two areas that didn't have terrible traffic. It had pretty decent traffic during rush hour, but not all the time. It's not like Los Angeles or New York City where we live both those places on the coast. L.A., the traffic is horrible. Our, as a general rule, in regular times, we don't go out during rush hour. We just try don't. You try not to. Or go against the flow. That's all right. you can do. Or try and schedule what you can and hours that are either later than or, or earlier or before or in the middle of. That's the way we try to do it. And luckily, we have the luxury to do that. For those people who have to sit in traffic, it is the worst because we've done it. Uh, now, without cars on the road, you start to understand how this city was laid out. And you're like, oh. The highways work. Yes. I got here quickly. I got here in 18 minutes. I this can... was the way to do it. That's right. And so as a result, I feel like animals are now finally being like, oh, this is what the earth was for. Right. Not to hide, but yeah, just to we hang can actually out. come out and be who we are. Exactly. That's how they're feeling right now. And maybe because I'm watching a ton of BoJack Horseman binged in the fifth season. I know you're in I'm the in the middle to end of fifth I, season. We mentioned in the early part of the show, I cannot recommend this show enough. If you haven't started binging it, Please go on to Netflix and binge this show. It is phenomenal. I'm going to throw another plug in for another TV show that we saw that was, that I've started watching that is amazing. Our buddy Duncan Tressel's Midnight Gospel on Netflix. It is fantastic. It's beautiful. It's weird. And it's just like a it perfect It feels show. like a visual poem almost. So it reminds me of, and I'll get back to this quickly, but it reminds me of uh, the fun with real audio that they did on TV Funhouse on Saturday Night Live where they would take real audio and then have stuff happening while that was going on while someone, a character is in the real, it's very similar. He records a podcast and then another storyline is happening through the animation that they sometimes speak to and sometimes it crosses over, but it's really a conversation between Duncan, whose character's name is Clancy, and this a, other guest, a guest yeah. who's a real person. Sometimes and, his mom, just, it's amazing. It fascinating. is amazing. So anyway, just thought I'd give my two plugs on that, but I can't, in the Bojackness of the show, and it's it's like one of the deepest, funniest animated shows Darkest, in history. Saddest. It's it's got all. It of that presents in. a world where humans and animals live together. This isn't a bestiality thing, although one could look at it that way. But they well, they also procreate, and you don't know they exist alongside of each and other, and you don't know what their babies are going to be. Like it's if, a metaphor for race, and yet it's uh, and they use the animals of it, and it is fascinating and interesting. And the animals have their own animal properties. And 
and sometimes those properties are used in such in the way to help like when like when (laughs) whoever's married to paul f tompkins character mr peanut butter who's a dog yeah diane who's played by allison brie who's brilliant you know when they get into a sort of argument and she's like and they resolve it she's like you're a good boy you're such a good boy it's the way you talk to your dog yeah and he responds like yeah so positively to that it's they, it's so beautiful because it's like complex relationships, but also in moments they devolve into. But it is interesting as we birds th- flying into win- windows at times. So we think about the we think about animals and their behavior, and 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 it just has made me think. Watching the show and being quarantined and seeing the animals coming out and actually showing their true selves for this moment has made me think a lot about animal behavior. Yeah, I think it's actually quite cool. Uh, so. I just want to go into this because it's a crazy story. So two women decided to get away up to a rental cabin up in the woods, and they either left their front door open or the wind blew it slightly open. I've been in cabins and stuff before. Is this where, in Canada? No, it's not in Canada. Well, they didn't go up to a cottage. So May 11th, a group of vacationers, but I think it was only two women, captured photos and video when a bear broke it's in Tennessee a bear broke into their Tennessee rental cabin and made off with candy beer diet coke and allergy pills they're going to die that bear's bear, going to die i don't know die. maybe the maybe the bear's not going to have a sneeze yeah but the bear's going to drink diet coke and get cancer oh yeah that's true bears probably cannot handle the change of seasons Jay, yes. do you yes. ever think of that? There's a lot of pollen in the air oh, right you're, now. You're, ex- you're explaining to me why they went after allergy yes. pills. Maybe okay. they wanted to take precautions. Give it to the bear. Michelle Eberhardt said that she and a friend noticed some bears outside their Gatlinburg rental cabin Friday morning while their husbands were out golfing. Again, this is Tennessee where no one gives a crap and so, they're just doing their own thing. Okay, Although so, you these can two, so these two women. Two gals. Two women, so they didn't go alone. I'm sure one they went of the hus- with their husbands, right? I'm sure one of the husbands left the door open like yeah. a dumbass. All right, some bear, some bears. That sounds like just some random dudes out there. You know, some bears, some dudes were some outside. Random bears, random bears, hefty hairy a random men snooping around, <laughs> gay men changed. snooping around our house. She started pointing out, and I was like, and, and I was like, what? Great quotes. This is their quotes, yeah, from the story. And so I turned and looked, and there's a bear just putting his full force on the door, and then the door opens. The door doesn't open unless he breaks it down. Yeah, but Someone left it open, unless he turned the handle. Eberhardt said the bear forced his way through the locked door, causing the two women to flee into a bedroom. Maybe that's where he wanted them to go. Yeah. Maybe that was the bear's fantasy, huh? Two women, one bedroom? They said the bear rifled through their cabin while three more bears waited on the porch. Okay, that's scary. And it reminds me of the time... My dog. So I, I took Not my dog. your dog. Yeah, it was Mike. The, I was, that was me. Gene Hong. That was me. No, it was Gene Hong. I watched it happen also. It okay. was not Gene Hong. It was me. But I saw the thing at Gene Hong. When our buddy Gene Hong, he lived up in the Hollywood yeah, that, Hills. Th- that was mine. The dog walked in front of our house and limped. The, 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 the coyote. coyote. Okay, when I took so. Mike outside, this coyote starts limping in front of our door. And my dog, at the time, started barking and wanted to go after this coyote because right. he was like leading him. And then I shined the flashlight up the road and there were five more. Yep. Just wait, wait. So like they practice the art of deception. Maybe that's what's going on with these. I don't know. Maybe that's what's going on. So police were summoned to the cabin. They're able to chase the bear and it's waiting compatriots from the cabin. 
They got, you ready for what they got? This is my favorite. This is what they got. You ready, Jay? Five pounds of Reese's peanut butter cups, a pound of M&M's, two pounds of Sour Patch Kids, two bags of potato chips, two beers, two Diet Cokes, and about 20 Zyrtex. Wait, so these people are the least healthy people in the world. If this is all that's up in their Tennessee A, this is what I, when I read that, A, I was like, I want to eat all that stuff. Including the Zyrtex. I want to eat all that stuff and totally could. If you laid all that stuff out on a super, at a table at a Super Bowl party, I would probably not stop. I I would not stop, but I totally could. I used to, in my old house, have a bowl of M&Ms. Bad idea. Because I was like, they're colorful and they're excited. I would eat that bowl of M&Ms after like a night out whatever that, so, so that tells you i have a food problem but i hear all of that and my first thought is mm, yeah there's no repulsion yummy. in that there's no like oh my god i wish i was a bear that didn't care about my weight and i would eat all that stuff and not give a damn about it it, it all sounds so goddamn good but my next thought is who shot for the cabin yeah who shot for the game? Which of definitely these people? the dudes. It was I definitely one of the dudes. It wasn't one of the I women. I don't know. They Maybe only just, have snacks, or did the bears only go for? Are the are these are these two couples going off the rails? Like, yes. do they only have snacks? Do they have any protein whatsoever? Or is there a leafy green to be found no in that entire forest? Their snack game is pretty tight, though. It's incredible. So the bears just went for all the best stuff and, and the, the allergy medicine. The allergy medicine. Could a bear overdose on that? If you mix beer and Zyrtec, would that can you go down as I would, a bear? I would want to see a drunk bear. Yeah. I'd want to see a drunk. I'd love to see the bears just get into plastered these, bear. Like just get into these gals boxed wine. Because yes. two beers is fine. That's one thing. But get into the box wine. Get up wine. into it. You know, just start stumbling around, singing Broadway. How mm-hmm. fun would that be? Mm-hmm. Tennessee Wildlife Resources Agency uh, spokesman Matt Cameron said that the bear's behavior was unusual. Yeah, he was stumbling around singing Broadway. Said I didn't. I don't. I, it's just crazy. I didn't even. They didn't even touch the five hundred donut holes that these lay. They, who knows? Who was shopping for this vacation? Is all I'm saying. It does feel like an eight year old shot. Like my, my daughter and my son. It's if like your their, kids made their a list, shopping list. This is what you need to get when you one go to the pound store. of M and M's, eight pound of Reese's peanut butter cups, two bags of chips, some Coke. And lots of Zyrtec. Not cocaine. I do need to be clear that my kids would. Well, you never know. Cocaine. It's not. It's really not typical bear behavior for them to come onto someone's porch and start looking for food. That means that those bears have been around humans and have received handouts or have found a food source around a dwelling. Do okay. Not, okay, this is a note to the whole world. Don't feed the bears. No matter how cute you think it's going to be, stop feeding them. They have a process by which they get food, and you can't go in there and start. This, you- this, this goes even tangential or connects to the Tiger King. Don't think... That just because you raise a wild animal and you give it its food, that it's not going to rip your face off. It's going to rip your face off. You're not making a friend. They give a. They could give a shit about you. They want to eat you. You're, lo- a, you're a steak on legs. I love how up in the woods, and maybe it's because they're like, well, no one's up here. They just open, leave the door kind of open. Just leave it open. I they're love going it. golfing. I like, know, how but how up in the still, woods are they? They're like, up in the woods. I don't woods. know that they're way out in the woods. Like, is a time when animals, like we said at the top of this take, are feeling emboldened. Like, they're going to come around. Lock the door just for that. Close it. Or even check to see if it's closed. 
It's just nuts. You know what I love about this? It's kind of a, a reverse Goldilocks. Like it the is bears a reverse came, came in the people's house. house. Tried the food. Tried the this. Probably broke a door. Sat on a chair. Broke slept the in the chair. bed. Wasn't right enough. They're going to move on to the next house. Reverse Goldilocks. It shows you what a dick Goldilocks was. I've always said this. The, these guys are Goldie dicks yeah. if they're bears. That's yeah. exactly what well, they Goldilocks are. Goldilocks was so inappropriate. Yeah. How dare you think you can go into someone else's house and start eating their porridge? It's stupid. That's not for you. Like her parents definitely did the not entitlement, teach her that. The entitlement that Goldilocks felt that she could just walk in yeah. and be like, hey, what? let me see what's in I here. I guess this is for me that isn't for and me. And I don't care if you're hungry. Like you just don't do that. Right. You, you literally, you could ask, you should leave a note. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't. No s- note. Oh, let me eat this food and let me sleep in one of these. Sleep in sleep their in bed. A bed. That's, That's so, so in- intimate. It's too intimate. That's so specific. It's such a, like, how dare you do that? Mm-hmm. And how dumb is that? So if was you're Goldilocks like, a drifter? A grifter. And a drifter. And a lover. And, and a swiffer. Uh, they just took stuff that wasn't theirs. Did not care at all. Maybe that's the biggest takeaway here, that bears just don't, they're selfish dicks. I, I don't know if I'd go that far. Th- maybe this is payback for Goldilocks. Right. This All those years ago. Re- Goldilocks retribution. Goldilocks stepped in and said, I'm taking this. I'm taking that. I have white girl entitlement That's issues. Right. That's right. I'm taking these things. Uh-huh. And you can't stop me, you brown bears. And the bears are like, okay. Okay. Then it's payback it's, time. Then it's payback time. Here we go. That's right. We're gonna we're gonna pay you back. So this is we're gonna pay you back and clear our sinuses all in one. This is about race. This is about entitlement. This is about a lot of things right now. It's about the animal kingdom rising up and taking back what's theirs. It's about reparations. Look what we've done to these animals. How we've marginalized them. How we. It's time for elephants to start marching through the center of town. It's time for bears to start grabbing back their M and M's and Reese's peanut butter. It's time for giraffes to start playing Xbox in people's houses. Yeah, boy. All right, guys, that's our show. Uh, we love you. Go uh, punch a water faucet and go wash your hands. Stay socially connected, but stay socially distanced. Stay protected. Don't get infected, but stay connected. Uh, and we will see you tomorrow. Star Bands Audio, a podcast, <clears throat> a podcast network.